Thank everybody for uh, being here today. I am joined by members of the Texas legislature. And we're here to explain to America that we are dealing with the biggest border crisis since America had borders. It's all because Joe Biden allowed this entire area to be penetrated by the drug cartels that smuggled in illegal immigrants. If you see an area that is boxed off by a container that has razor wire on the container or on the ground or on the fence, those are areas that illegal immigrants were once able to cross that are now unable to cross. And the reason why we've been able to achieve that level of decrease in illegal crossings is only because of great teamwork in agencies across the state of Texas. First, an update about some numbers from the Texas Department of Public Safety. They have made over 39,000 criminal arrests. They have uh, uh, apprehended more than 480,000 illegal migrants. They've deterred more than 95,000 illegal entries and engaged in more than 4,300 bailouts. They have filed more than 19,000 charges for smuggling. Those charges for smuggling now face a new consequence because of members of the legislature who stand behind me. They passed a bill that I signed into law that increases the mandatory minimum time behind bars for smugglers to 10 years. If you smuggle somebody into or through and across the state of Texas illegally, you'll be spending a long time behind bars. In addition to what the Texas Department of Public Safety has been doing, we've also had unprecedented success by the Texas National Guard. Uh, they have more than a million encounters with illegal immigrants. Uh, they have turned back more than 90,000 people who were trying to get into the country illegally. In addition to what they're doing uh, through other agencies and in part through what uh, the uh, National Guard themselves are doing. Uh, there have been more than uh, 160 miles altogether of barriers placed up, not counting the border wall. Uh, they include the, the razor wire, uh, fencing, anti-climb barriers, these Connex boxes, uh, and the buoys uh, that are in the river. Those together add up to more than 160 miles of barriers that have been placed up. Also, Texas is the first and only state in the history of the United States of America, to build our own border wall. We, if you look at the amount of wall already constructed and uh, the amount of wall that uh, is going to be under construction, Texas will have built more of the Trump border wall than even Trump built in the state of Texas. Now, the, the, the results are amazing. If, if you look at what has changed with regard to illegal border crossings in the past half year or so. You see that to, even though Texas represents about two-thirds of the border, we represent only about 30% of the crossings. The, the lead crossing areas are California, Arizona, and New Mexico that represent 70% of the crossings. Now, unlike before, Migrants are choosing to go to states other than Texas, and that's because Texas has put up the resistance that it has. Early on under the Biden administration, 
most of the migrants were coming through Texas. That's not true. The same is true for this area that we gather in right now. If you look at this uh, massive park area, this is an area where you would regularly see 2,000, 3,000, maybe 4,000 people crossing the border illegally. Since this park has been taken over by the National Guard, the daily average is under 10 a day. It shows that deterrence can achieve results at decreasing illegal immigration. The only reason why it's not happening is because the President of the United States is not enforcing the laws that are already on the books. He does not need more laws. He has the tools in his toolbox to do exactly what Texas is doing, and that's to deny illegal entry into the country, which he is required to do by laws already passed by Congress. Part of the teamwork that we're seeing uh, is, is tremendous leadership uh, by the Texas National Guard uh, to look forward about where we are going uh, on strategies to both add and to accommodate more National Guard in this area. We will also work with the National Guard to continue their strategies of adding more miles of razor wire and anti-climb barrier. To also recognize another branch of government in Texas uh, that is a partner in this effort, uh, and that's the legislative branch. The tools and strategies that DPS, the National Guard, that I and others have uh, to do anything to secure the border would not exist if it weren't for the efforts of uh, the members of the Texas House of Representatives. I want to have some of them speak at this time, in, including uh, the Chair of House Appropriations, Chairman Greg Bonnet. Thank you, Governor. Governor, thank you for your leadership on this issue. I remember in uh, mid-2021, the uh, governor asked to visit with me in his office. He had already initiated Operation Lone Star, and what he shared in that visit was that the problem at the border was of a magnitude that we had never before experienced, and efforts and initiatives we had taken in the past were simply going to be insufficient. We needed a new plan and it was going to require great resources. And since that moment, with Governor Abbott's leadership and with Speaker Phelan's leadership, Lieutenant Governor Patrick, and all of the members of the House of Representatives that you see here, we have been unwavering in our commitment to step into the gap and to address a chaotic crisis where the federal government has refused to address and enforce our immigration laws. When you look at the appropriations for border security under the four years of the Trump administration in Texas, that was $1.6 billion. For the four years of the Biden presidency, Texas is appropriating $11.6 billion to do the same thing. And what we're seeing is that that deterrence does work. And the park in which you're standing right now is proof positive of where once there was chaos and several thousand people a day coming across, it has slowed to an almost non-existent number. So it can be done. When you break down uh, the effort, about $3.1 billion goes into barriers and uh, border uh, infrastructure. About $200 million, because Texas has banned sanctuary cities in our state, goes to transporting illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities in other parts of the United States. And the balance is spent on the Texas Military Department and the Department of Public Safety for human resources and operations, and we thank them for the great work that they're doing. 
And the thing that everybody should understand is that the governor, the speaker, lieutenant governor, and all of the members who you see before you stand firmly committed that as long as there is an absence of the federal government doing its job to secure our international border, we will step up and take their place. Thank you very much. Uh, next is Representative Spiller. Yes. Come on up. Texans know uh, that the Biden administration has completely failed and refused to secure our border and enforce federal immigration policy. Our cries for help, our demands for help have been ignored. We've had enough in Texas. And so uh, with my help, we, I carried and we, with the group here today, uh, uh, passed and with Governor Abbott's uh, uh, signature, passed SB 4, the strongest border security bill in the history of our state and the history of our nation. For the first time ever, uh, we're allowed to prosecute people coming into our state illegally from a foreign nation if they cross it someplace other than a lawful port of entry. It's a, a landmark bill that allows Texans to protect Texas, uh, to uh, allows us to return those that arrive here illegally and to prosecute and incarcerate those that refuse to comply. And so uh, it's completely constitutional uh, because it's not it's in compliance with the uh, precedent set in the Arizona case. Uh, it's not preempted by existing federal immigration law. It's not in conflict with federal immigration law that's in, in place. And mostly, uh, Texas has the right, the constitutional right and authority uh, to secure its border. And so uh, we're proud of that bill. The Biden administration continues uh, uh, to fight us. Uh, they're spending more effort to fight us than they are to secure the border. And uh, we look forward to that fight uh, in the court. I know his Department of Justice uh, has, uh, has filed a suit to, uh, to contest that. Uh, to that, I would say bring it. We're ready for that fight. And so uh, uh, I would look forward to continue with the uh, opportunity to work uh, with this group of conservative representatives uh, to continue to protect Texas and our country. Look forward to uh, working with Governor Abbott uh, and his leadership. We thank him for that and the job that he's done so that Texas leads the way to show others how we protect our state and our country. Thank you, Representative. Uh, and now Representative Trisclair. Every single legislator standing here represents a border district because every one of our districts is impacted by what comes across this border. Every state in our country is a border state because there is no state in the United States that is not impacted by the drugs, by the weapons, and by the humans that are trafficked across this border. Americans, American children are dying every day of fentanyl in every single state that comes across this border. Women who are being trafficked across this border are sold into sex slavery every day and trafficked through the cartel network across our country. And let me make one thing very clear. There is not a single person coming across that is free. Every single one of them is paying a very dear price to the cartel. They are paying with their money, they are paying with their bodies, and they are pay, paying by being sold into indentured servitude. And President Biden is not just supporting it, he is encouraging it. Instead of protecting Americans, he is protecting the cartels. They are making more money off of his failure at the border than they ever have before. And Governor Abbott and the Texas legislature are stepping into that gap 
And let me tell you, we will not give up. Texans are no stranger to being put under pressure, to having to stand up for what we believe in. And this is our moment. Governor Abbott is supported by Republican governors from across this country, many of whom are sending troops here to help us. The real heroes are the DPS officers and the Texas National Guard who are serving every day away from their families to make sure that Texans and every American are safe. And the legislators behind me are ready to give the governor the tools and the resources and the funding that he needs to keep this fight going. This is the number one issue, not just to my district, not just to this state, but to Americans across the country. And so to every American out there, Texas has your back. Governor Abbott has your back. And Governor Abbott is doing the job that President Biden refuses to do. And we will never give up. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And a big thank you to all these members of the Texas legislature. Uh, Texas would not be in a position to do what we're doing. Uh, without them and, and the laws they pass, the, the efforts they've undertaken. Uh, and so I thank all of you all uh, very much for what you've done, uh, for being here, and uh, what we will continue to do. With that, we'll take a few questions. Well, for, for one, uh, the importance of the, the people who join me today is that the fact is the wire that you see preventing illegal entry, the connex boxes that you see, uh, the soldiers that you see, the Texas Department of Public Safety that you see, none of that would be here but for the people who stand with me today. As far as future announcements, listen, we are, we being my office, uh, we're working with the Texas National Guard. Uh, on strategies to, to, to make sure uh, that we're going to find ways that we will be able to both add and accommodate uh, more soldiers being deployed in this area. Governor, and more, more, de more, de more details will be provided in the future. At what point, at what point Governor, would you be willing? I mean, you're a Christian person. Uh, a lot of people, in, you know, even Democrats are Christian, something like that. So without going too deep into religion, will be a there will be a moment where you'll be willing to sit down and have a conversation at least with the opposite side as to you meet me here, I'll meet you there. Is there a, is there a possibility of that? So let's be clear about two things. Uh, one is uh, I've attempted that. Uh, I have provided uh, eight letters to President Biden uh, and his administration uh, asking for certain actions. I've received exactly zero response. One of those letters I handed to him personally, to his hand. It was a single page. It was not complicated. And I explained exactly what needed to be done in order to secure the border. At that same meeting, I handed the exact same letter to Secretary Mayorkas, who said that he would work with us. And of course, he has not. So the Biden administration has done nothing to work with us, despite me reaching out on eight different times. That said, uh, there is a key factor that we insist on, and that is the beginning of our discussions starts with the enforcement of the rule of law. There are laws on the books as we speak right now that don't need to be added, that don't need to be changed, that do two things. 
It denies illegal entry into the United States of America, and it requires the president, the executive branch, to detain them if they do get in illegally. Those two laws are not being followed. Negotiations begin once the Biden administration starts enforcing the laws. I'll get you both. So, yes, we are working on expansion plans uh, to expand uh, the successful operations that we've seen in certain locations uh, that deter illegal immigration. Uh, and uh, some of those will be announced after they occur. Uh, others will be announced beforehand. Uh, but just know this, and that is the National Guard is relentless. On a daily basis, they're adding more razor wire barrier, more anti-climb barrier, uh, more other ways to uh, repel people from trying to enter illegally. And i got to emphasize this, and, and that is in doing so, there's actually been a dramatic reduction in drownings in the river by more than 50%. If, if, if people are enticed to cross a treacherous river, uh, they will cross that river and some will lose their lives. One thing we know for a fact, right behind you is a bridge that people are walking across as we speak. No one drowns on a bridge. No one gets cut by razor wire on a bridge. If people tried to enter the country through the pathway created by Congress as the pathway into the country, lives would be saved. And with the, the Biden administration right now is weighing the decision whether to pursue legal action regarding uh, the, the operations here in Shelby Park. Would the, the Biden administration pursue the legal action? Would that affect any decision made by Texas? So I, I actually hope the Biden administration takes legal action uh, about this area because I want to make one thing perfectly clear. One reason why this area is occupied by the state of Texas is to prevent the Biden administration from any further violation of federal law on this Texas land. They are violating two laws required by Congress. Congress requires the federal government to deny illegal entry. They, the, the Biden administration used this park to aid illegal entry into our country. And then secondly, you saw the masses, the thousands that they allowed together in this park for processing and then uh, to be sent elsewhere in the United States. That's mass parole. Congress has specifically prohibited mass parole into the United States. What Texas is doing right now is we are the ones actually enforcing laws passed by Congress. Biden is breaking those laws. And we look forward to our day in court where we are able to tell America the way that Joe Biden is violating the laws that are on the books by Congress right now. Two more questions. Two more questions. Should I get her. To, I told her I'd come to her. I'll come back to you here, here in a second. So on, in, in that gang in particular, I don't have information about that, and I know that DPS would be able to get you that answer specifically. However, I do want to tell you this. Uh, we know that uh, DPS uh, is arresting dangerous gang members all the time, including they, they arrested a MS-13 gang member who uh, was on the terrorist watch list. And we know that there are terrorists and people on the terrorist watch list 
who seek to cross the border all the time. Under Joe Biden's tenure, there's been an all-time record number of people on the terrorist watch list who were apprehended. But here's the key fact. If you're on the terrorist watch list, they're going to pay extra money to the cartels to not be apprehended. What Joe Biden does not know, what the FBI does not know, is the number of people on the terrorist watch list who were able to evade detection, enter the United States illegally, and are, are moving around the country with the potential to cause catastrophic harm. So the, the, the next steps uh, is to, uh, I'm, I'm working with the National Guard on plans as we speak right now uh, to expand the National Guard effort uh, along the border region. Uh, we're going to work on strategies to uh, ensure the capabilities of the, of the National Guard to uh, add uh, more soldiers, uh, more resources, more capabilities so they can be even more successful. Great. Thank you guys so much. Thank you all. You want with that or this? There we go. Here we go. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you. We'll see you this weekend. That sounds good. Governor, thank you. We appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you.